Creativity is contagious. Pass it on in any way possible. Albert Einstein. Hi, creatives. So happy to have you tune into our second season of Bring Up Creativity. I'm your host, Daniela Bonche, a Toronto-based graphic designer and serial entrepreneur looking to spread awareness on pursuing your creative passions or endeavors, whether it be in business, a side hustle, or hobby, you name it. On today's episode of Bring Up Creativity, we are joined with Danielle Cupido. Danielle Cupido is a self-proclaimed coffee addict who has recently navigated her way through a career in social media and communications on the Brewing of Creativity team. She's always had a passion for working alongside teams that exude female empowerment and give her the opportunity to up-level their social channels. Before landing her dream career in social media, she studied public relations and dipped her toes in the world of marketing. While taking on stable part-time jobs, she took some time to work for Lululemon, which over time allowed her to see the fun pursuit in a fast-paced environment. Now Danielle works from home, and when she's not copywriting, connecting with clients, or planning her wedding, you can find Danielle at her favorite Hamilton restaurants and drink a glass of wine or two. Hi, Danielle. Super excited to be doing with this, this with you. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. I'm ready to get going. It's I'm excited to be on this side of the podcast. <laughs> I know. And I feel like it's a long time coming, to be honest with you. Like, I feel like we're constantly always just emailing or texting. And like, of course, we have our meetings, but this is just like completely different. It's a long time coming. And I feel like this is like so deserved. And your time needs to shine on here a bit more than what people are seeing because you're always behind the scenes and you need a spotlight. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. I'm. This is my first podcast, actually. So what better one to start on than one with you? Oh, my God. I'm flattered. But at the same time, you did phenomenal last summer when we did those what were they like creative in co- oh creativity and coffee chats i can't even remember my own podcast mm-hmm. names for those instagram lives and you did amazing there so i feel like we're just taking things to a whole new level with this episode anyways i feel like we had so much focus in the beginning like with those live chats just centralized around the podcast and i just want to dive deeper into like your path and how you even got here because obviously i know a bit of how you got here and what you did to get here. But I'm still always curious. You know me. You know me. I'm curious. So (laughs) yeah. But I want to start things off with a question that I probably already know the answer to. But hey, your go-to coffee order might have changed. So (laughs) what's your go-to coffee order, girl? So it depends where I am. I will say I'm such a Starbucks stan. Nothing just hits different, you know? It does. When I'm there... I definitely will go for a classic vanilla latte with just one pump of vanilla so it's not too sweet. But if I'm needing that energy and that burst right away, I'll go for Americano Misto. And then if I'm at home, I'll just make kind of a classic latte with my Nespresso, which you also can't go wrong. You've been such a go-to like nespresso supporter and i haven't even told you this danielle but i haven't bought new pods in like two months and i'm kind of disappointed with myself a little bit what what have you been drinking over there yeah good question so i got (laughs) tired and lazy of going in person to pick them up so and then i didn't feel like paying for the shipment so i've just literally I took out my espresso machine and it's like just a good old coffee being grinded up into an espresso. And that's where I've come to now, but I'm so happy you're indulging in three. You can't, yeah, you can't go wrong with that. 
good for you. I like that. Strong and to the point. You can't, but like, I am a little disappointed in myself. Like I do miss Nespresso. I won't lie to you. Like it's, it's Starbucks and Nespresso. Like those are my two main gals and I've totally <laughs> given them a pronoun of gal, but it's okay. Like it, just, <laughs> it was like what I was feeling and what I was going for. And now it's just completely switched up out of pure laziness. So I'm happy you're still going strong with them. Oh yeah. Next time I'm at the boutique, I'll pick up some for you. Girl, don't even bother with that. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, it's gone at the mall by us now still, isn't it? Yeah. It's not in there anymore. I'm so disappointed. (laughs) Yeah. So I had to keep driving to like the one that's like a little bit further from us, but whatever. I'm over it. I'm still drinking my coffee. You know, we're addicted as always. Need it. Nobody without it. I don't know what I would do without it, honestly. And I feel like we could have had a whole episode regarding coffee but that's a okay because we have problems. <laughs> yes. But let's 100%. Let's actually sidetrack beyond coffee and actually uh rewind a little bit because I think when people even just see anything in relation to you on Instagram or on our feed, like if they went to our real section, they would see like a day in your life now, but no one would have known what the day in your life was years ago or even like two years ago for that matter. I mean, like, I'm so happy that you've been with the team for like a year and a little bit now, but you know, two, three years ago, that wasn't the case. The first question that I wanted to ask you then revolving around this is what's been your journey into finding and landing your dream jobs in like the social media and communications management field? It's actually crazy to think that I've been on your team for just over a year because it seems so much longer than that. It does. And it's so fun and I'm still enjoying myself so much and learning and growing every single day. I can't believe that time just flies. Um, But you're absolutely right. Thinking of where I was two, three years ago was in a completely different spot than where I am now. So my journey has been nothing, definitely not linear to say the least. I definitely went through ups and downs and different career paths and different goals until I kind of landed where I am now. Yeah. So funny enough, I graduated from McMaster with a geography degree. Had no idea what I was going to do with it. I was just kind of going through the motions. You know, you graduate high school, so you go to university or college, you do something there, and then you're going to get your sort of job at the end of it, or you kind of know with your degree where you want to go. Yeah. That was never the case for me. With geography, I thought about going into urban planning. I couldn't even tell you what an urban planner does. So I don't really know what I was thinking doing that. Um, So like most people, I took some time off after university and navigated different paths. I worked at a yoga studio. I started doing Pilates and bar classes. I was like, oh, like... Public relations sounds super great and here and there and interviewing with agencies that wanted nothing to do with me or, you know, shooting for your North Star at your favorite company and not hearing from them ever again after interviewing with them, you start to get the sense of imposter syndrome. So like thinking, okay, like maybe this isn't me. Like I'm not that girl. I'm not that employee. I'm not that great at doing this. There's no way that they're going to get back to me. So I definitely fell into a hole of, you know, maybe social media is just not where I'm supposed to be, or maybe communications is not actually my strong suit. So I became less and less confident in what I loved most. So that took me a while Mm. to get out of. And 
it takes a lot of going through the struggle and going through the feeling of failing to realizing you just haven't landed to where you belong or you haven't truly found where you belong in the career force just yet. I didn't know any of this. So it definitely took me a long time. And then I kind of stumbled upon your hiring (laughs) listing and it's kind of history from there. Literally is. And funny enough, when I was in the hiring process with you, for me, I mean, like I had contracted people out so many times and that was like what I was so used to, just people working for me quickly and then leaving. Mm -hmm. And after a while, I was like, oh my God, I kind of just want to like build relationships. Like I need to find someone that will like has a goal to stay with a company and sees success in the company and feels confident with the company and like show so much eagerness. And like you are one of pretty much like two when it came down to it that really like showed eager interest and so much like research into the company. And it almost made me think like, has she gone to like interview courses or classes? (laughs) Because you interviewed extremely well too. And like that was actually something, you know, even when I was working for other people before I started my business and started hiring other people, the interview process is so daunting because you want to show your worth even if you don't have as much experience in any field. Like, I mean, for me, like when I first started off in the graphic design industry and I was applying for jobs and I'm interviewing, I'm like, please trust me because like, if you trust me, I like, I am a hard worker, but I don't know how else to tell you this except for me verbally telling you in a 30 minute interview, but you interviewed so well. And I think it was almost like your maturity too in applying for jobs. And that's why when you say it wasn't linear, I think that's okay because I don't know, like there was a, there still is like a maturity to you, like with the, w- with the way you work and like, we're both organized freaks. Yeah. So it's just like, I knew right away. I'm like, oh great. Like she's got organizational issues. So do I, this is <laughs> impeccable. And like, it was just like evident through the interview. And do you think like you would have, let me ask you this, the interviews that you did before with other agencies coming out of your geography degree in urban planning versus the interviews you were doing later on in life. Do you think you learned valuable skills through working through various jobs that maybe you thought in the moment, oh, this is so annoying. Like, I don't want to work for this company, but you learned skills that ended up helping you to landing the job that you wanted? Absolutely. I think um, learning how to properly build relationships with other people and, you know, how to communicate clearly with other people definitely showed me how to be able to sit down in front of a camera or in front of some president or CEO or company ambassador to kind of prove to them and tell them what you're able to do without them seeing that yet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely think a lot of what I went through and who I was able to work with and have support from definitely set me up to be able to be where I am now. I agree. And I kind of like chuckled to myself thinking like, you know, we both ended up doing the same route of going to McMaster University and getting a degree and then doing nothing in relation to it down the line. Like, I I mean, I want to say I'm still in like a creative field. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I studied art history and got a degree in it, but I'm not actually actively pursuing research on a daily basis, like on to that extent, at least. No, definitely. And for you, you did like a jump. Like you went from <laughs> geography, urban planning to PR and uh, well, at least between the two programs that you ended up taking between that time frame, And how did you eventually just come to terms with, okay, actually, you know what? I don't want to do anything in relation to urban planning, maybe PR or maybe communications. Like what, 
what happened in the middle of it that made you have a train of thought that you needed to do something differently or something or pursue something else? So I think it's important to realize too, when you and I were in university, social media was present, but it wasn't anywhere near what it is today. Yeah. So I think kind of growing up, I guess you could say from zero social media to maybe Facebook to like the growth of Instagram, yeah. you started, I started to see those changes anyway and started to really enjoy what these platforms can do for people, for brands, for companies. And I thought it was just really intriguing because there's so much more than to just scrolling or like swiping through, there's a lot of behind the scenes, which you and I know about, but I didn't know any of that then. And I was kind of interested in what goes on kind of in the internal aspect of social media. Um, so I honestly just started to research public relation programs, knowing that social media is a big part of PR these days, and then found the program, kind of did it. And then I just really took to my social media course and my communications course. And I just took a liking to wanting to pursue that path of PR. Hey creatives, don't mind me interrupting our episode to share our latest affiliate information to help you save on one of the most versatile and creative programs of the century. Adobe Creative Cloud is offering 60% off all plans for students and teachers. Not only that, but you will also experience a free 30-day Adobe stock trial. Click our code and link below to receive this promotion and save this year. Adobe Creative Cloud unleashes creativity for everyone so that anyone can make whatever they want, whenever they want. I am happy that you kind of like took that huge jump. And I remember in the beginning when we first started working together, like I always wanted to tell you that you are meant to like be in this field. And with you expressing that you did go through some imposter syndrome along the way of getting to where you are today, which is like completely normal, unfortunately, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) self-doubt is all too normal and relevant, which sucks. I wish it wasn't normal and I wish it wasn't something that we all go through, but it is something we hit at some point, whether it be in our career or just regular day life. But yeah, I always wanted to tell you in the beginning when we first started working together, I was like, no, like this is what you should be doing because genuinely you have like an eye. Is it an eye though? For like writing and even just communicating and like you're always like to the point. And I don't know, even like when I come to you, I'm like, um, am I like beating around the bush? Like, I feel like we need to tell them yes, no, it's never like maybe. And my problem has always been sure, maybe. And I'm like, I need someone that's going to balance me out and be like, no, we need to be quite clear with this. And if we want them, we want them. If we don't, we don't. And like, there's a lot of things that like you ended up like balancing me out and, and uh, bring out creativity or even on Danielle Bonte designs, like that side of things, which I'm so so happy you're on that side now with me. You have no idea. But I know that like, here we are, you know, obviously years later from when you were at Mac or when you took PR and social media, like you said, yeah, it wasn't really a thing. Like it was there, um, Mm -hmm. but the filters were horrible and it was really only used for really bad selfies and really bad, like under eye eyeliner. So that was another thing that (laughs) was happening when we were, we were back in that stage. Meanwhile, I I know that with family or even like relatives, friends that found themselves earlier on, and they believe that you should find what you are meant to do early on. That wasn't the case 
for even myself. And clearly, like you said, it wasn't like the most linear experience for you and landing where you are today. No, some, not at all. Yeah. And like some may assume that, like, like you said, like, well, like I said, I mean, like family will try and tell you, you need to have it all figured out by the time you're 21, which I think is absolutely ridiculous and um, have an amazing full-time job, work your way from zero to the top and stay at a company till the day you die. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I definitely have, my parents are so supportive in whatever I do, but not that they had ex like hard expectations for me, but I just think with our parents' generation, you know, they went to college and they came out with a very great job with a very great income and you know, benefits. With only a certificate. Let me just mention that first with a certificate, like a one year program. <laughs> yes, correct. Not even a degree or anything like that. Not that there's anything wrong with certificate. Um, Nothing is wrong at certificate. all. <laughs> But yeah, like they, they, you know, they went through their two, three, four year program and they were set. And that's just not what it is these days anymore. And it hasn't been for some time. But I think for that generation, it's taken some time for them to fully understand that. And it's taken them to watch us where we have to show them what we have to go through to get to where they were or where they are yeah. for them to fully understand the process. But like I said, like my parents are always super supportive, but I don't know, always trusting that they thought I would land where I wanted to land. So once I was done university and was like, I'm taking a few years off or like, I just didn't come out with like, Hey, I'm going to apply here. I'm going to apply here. I'm going to apply here. Like, this is my plan. They're kind of like, okay, like, sure. And I'm sure we're freaking out behind the scenes to each other. Um, (laughs) But I've always been someone that's like, Trust me, like I know this is not where I want to be, but I'm going to get to where I want to be. I just have to go through X, Y, and Z to get there first. And I kind of love looking at them now being like, ha, like I told you so. Like just because I'm 30 years old and kind of just navigated my dream career doesn't mean that I learned and grew from my opportunities along the way because I absolutely did. And it's nice to kind of show them that it's not going to always happen when you're stepping out of school, sometimes you have two, three degrees and you have four or five jobs before you actually land where you want to be. Yeah. And that's like the most common case now, to be honest with you. I still only know a select few people that get their degree and get a job in that same exact field and they're getting paid exactly what they want to get paid right out of school. Like that's absolutely like I I honestly, Danielle, only know like maybe one or two people in that same scenario. It's very unheard of to walk out with a job. And if you are, I mean, amazing. Good for you. Like, No, honestly, like you've got the dream life. I am so happy that life worked out so beautifully for you in that aspect. And I wish I could have say, like, I could say the same for myself, but at the same time, like sometimes I can't even tell you the day that I realized I didn't want to pursue art history. Like I was in Florence and thinking my life is awesome. Like, look at me, Mm -hmm. I'm studying abroad. And then midway through doing my thesis in Europe, I'm like, oh my God, I hate my life. Um, And it's not because Italy isn't beautiful and it's not because I'm not loving uh, the architecture that I'm studying at the moment or writing about. It's the fact that my head's been in a book this whole time and I haven't been able to actually go out and meet new people or have new experiences. I've had the same experience of sitting in a, in a library or a cafe 24-7 and like that's it. And that was the pivotal moment for me. And I was, I came home 
And I had like a series of mental breakdowns. And then I went back to school. And then funny enough, I, I don't even think I've told anybody this, but I applied for an advertising program. Ooh. And I thought advertising was what I was going to do. And then I sat through one lecture of that program. <laughs> and I thought, what the heck did I just sign up for? They wanted us to go into like a Sephora or like just a really high-end commercial store and do a commercial, like film, do the voiceover. And I thought, what the heck am I in? Like, this is not what I want to do either. And then at that point, I move out to Toronto and I'm still a young little, you know, I I was so young. And I start crying and I'm like, again, I'm like, okay, so this is my hundredth breakdown in the span of three months. Um, no, it was more than that. It was like almost a year, but like still, like I thought, oh my God, like what am I doing here? And in the moment, I think when you're going between jobs or going between trying to find your way, it feels so defeating in the Mm -hmm. moment because then other people, you could see people looking at you thinking like, okay, I support you, but you're making me nervous. And I'm like, okay, I need someone to be confident in me so that I can be confident in myself. Like I need, like, I need like a backbone a little bit, but again, like with your story too, had you not gone through the jobs that you might have hated or the classes that you might have hated, do you think you would have even landed where you are today? No, absolutely not. I think I'm someone anyway who needed to dip their toes into many ponds, I guess you could say, in order to really realize where and what I wanted to do. Yeah. I think if I had landed a job at one of those agencies that I applied for, I would be crying behind my desk every single day, (laughs) realizing that this is not, you know, where I want to be. Like, I want to be able to have a flexible schedule and work with someone who exudes empowerment and can strategize with me and can be my friend at the same time. And like you said, you kind of needed someone to help you grow your backbone a little bit. And I think that's what I truly found with you. I was so beat down by all these like agencies and corporate companies not wanting me. So that made me feel like, you know, crap, like maybe this is not what I'm cut out for. Like maybe I'm not good enough for this kind of thing. So you panic. You're like, Hey, like, what am I going to do now? Or like, where can I go here? Where can I go there? Like, there's only so many places that you can apply. And then when I met you, like, I think right away, you and I connected off of the bachelor we were watching. And I was like, Oh, this is my girl. This is what I needed. (laughs) So I'm just being real and honest, but also have such a business backbone and that I could learn from and grow from. And I think just from being with you in over a year, which seems forever, but a short period of time in the social media world, I suppose, I have grown so much thanks to you. So it's true. You need to go through so many things to find the people you want to work for and the roles you want to be in a hundred percent. And you need to give yourself more credit. Like, don't say thanks to me. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm just like literally here along the way. You're um, so sweet. Like you and I both in the beginning, we used to make jokes where I'm, where you would like pitch an idea to me and I'm like, why not? It was like so much of trial and error for the both yeah, of us. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> like, it's so true. Like, hey, let's do it. It didn't yeah. work. Hey, let's do this. Okay, that didn't work. It's so true to think how far it's all come. I know. And like, you know, obviously still sometimes we do that because that's the whole point of business. You try something out, doesn't work. Okay, let's move on to something else. So it was like, it was like that a lot more in the beginning for us, but it was just like such a learning experience for the both of us. Cause Hey, like I needed someone in social media, not to say I know a lot in social media at all. I probably only know like the skeleton of it. So don't just thank me for that at all. You 
did say something in the beginning that I just want to like bring to light for just a moment. And it was kind of almost like you were defining your own version of success. And it seems like it's working from home and working on your own terms and not feeling like you have to go into like an office 24 seven or being told like, like you knew you wanted to work in a career mm-hmm. in a career path, but it, it aligned for you in a way that you knew always deep down that you would enjoy making your own hours and you would enjoy working from home. So it was kind of almost like a split down middle and obviously COVID happened for us. And a lot of people I know, even in the career path, are working from home too. And I know a lot of people are enjoying it more because why not? It's such a, it's freedom. And that's what I wanted to bring up. It seems like you knew you wanted to be in a career choice that you would still have some freedom to make your own life choices and not like lose your entire life to something that might've been a bit more corporate. Did you know that always? Or did you just actually like you landed in it and you were like, oh wow, this actually ended up being perfect for me. I definitely didn't know that before because I was so used to working jobs that I was working weekends till three in the morning, four in the morning, five days a week, didn't matter. So I never knew what work-life balance was or what it looked like, honestly. Yeah. But I'd always dreamed, I suppose, of like what it would be like if I could have Saturday, Sunday off just to hang out. Yeah. But I was just so accustomed to the way things worked. I had been doing this for years when I was like serving or working other corporate jobs that just required weekend availability. So it's kind of all I knew. And I don't think it was until I started working for you or even in the past, I would say year because of COVID that I learned how important work-life balance actually is to me. Yeah. We have so much going on this summer, for example. And I was like, why am I stressing out about having to book all these dates off and losing vacation time and using my own personal time to be able to enjoy my life? Like it just, as soon as I hit 30, just nothing made sense anymore in that sort of way. Whereas when you're 20, 21, 22, like one, have the energy, which I do not have anymore. And two, (laughs) you just, you just pick up where you left off because you don't have a whole lot of responsibility going on at the time. And that was my case anyway. So it wasn't until recently until I started working for you and other recent jobs and finally being home and having an actual work-life balance that I really appreciated what that looks like. And that's not to say it works for everyone or that's not anyone else's priority. That's okay if it's not. But for me personally to be able to hang out with my family and do the things I love to do again without stressing out about time and deadlines and all this has been one of the biggest reasons I feel incredibly fulfilled to work in social media and communications with you and other jobs going forward, I'm sure. Beautifully said, though, honestly. And I knew that when starting a business, it would be a little different than the career path because sometimes you do have to work weekends. But I almost felt like I had a weird mentality on business because everyone I else, like everyone I knew that was running a business was like, yeah, I work seven days a week. And so for the longest time, I'm like, okay, I'll work six days a week. And that was like Monday through Saturday. And I only gave myself Sunday off. And it wasn't long before I started feeling burnt out from that. Like, I don't think it's sane enough for me as a person. Like, I know I'm a person that needs to recoup. 
mm-hmm. probably because I'm an introvert. And then I work in an extroverted field when you're running a business, like you have meetings and then you're coordinating, you know, times to meet with people. Um, you're managing a team. Like it's an extroverted field, in my opinion, that when like Saturday, Sunday comes along, like, you know, us, like sometimes we just end up ghosting each other, but it's just because <laughs> we're probably both in the same shoes because we're like, oh my God, like I just need to turn my brain off and then I'll be good for Monday. And like, that's one thing that I thought, I honestly thought I was going to have to work six to seven days a week because that's what everyone, everybody was telling me about working in business. And that's not the case. And that's not what I've been doing. And I've gone back to five days a week and it's been like the best thing ever. And that's why even with you or anybody that currently or will work for me, well, like, I don't want them to ever feel like they need to finish a project on a Sunday because that's not what needs to be done to get something done in my opinion especially if like time is organized a little bit or like communication is brought up front. So yeah, like everybody deserves weekends and that's just my honest opinion. And there's pros and cons to running a business and there's pros and cons to being in a career for you. What do you think for like the average person in the same shoes as you, maybe in like social media management, what are like the pros and cons of being in a career versus running a business in a similar field? I think the pros would be, I think first and foremost to like, you have to be able to find yourself in a career or in a business where you have a good relationship with who either you work with or for, and you have a trusting relationship. Agreed. In that sense that, you know, they all know the work's going to be done regardless what hours you're working. But it's also important when you're landing your dream job that you recognize the boundaries that you want to put up. So I think working in your career, one of the pros is being able to set your own boundaries rather than having to follow certain boundaries that may not be conducive to you and how you want to work. Yeah, that's so true. And I think as well, the pros is just being able to live your life and like work the hours that you want to be working or you want to be They're doing set. something. Yeah. Yeah. And just being able to, you know, walk away when you need to walk away or being open to be like, Hey, like I actually need an extension on this because I really want to focus and prioritize this right now. And just being able to be open and honest with everybody that you're working with and for and what you're doing. Yeah. I think the cons to stuff like this is also, we're talking a lot about work balancing, be able to ebb and flow as we go. Um, but you and I both know we have an issue with letting go of our work at the same time some days. This week yeah. specifically has been crazy for both of us. And I don't think I've left <laughs> yeah. my laptop or my phone until like 6 p.m. every single day, but working from that. like 8 o'clock and just like not looking up. So like you said, by the end of the day or by the weekend, you're like, I don't even want to be on my phone. Like, I don't want to see another email come through because if it does, I'm going to answer it because I don't have boundaries right now. <laughs> so it can be it can be hard to walk away from it all because you you want to get to it all. And I think one big misconception about you know landing a career or a role in social media, social media doesn't sleep. Social media is always there. Good point. Things are always popping up. People are always popping up. Opportunities are always there, and if you miss them, they're gone. And it could be something that's going to affect you down the road. So I think it's, it's hard to log off, definitely. So I think that's a huge con. But That's a really good point, though, because I've always wondered that with you is like, oh, my God, is she going to check in on our 
on like the account this weekend. You bet I am. Absolutely. Oh my God. (laughs) This is what I mean. And I'm like, okay. And like, if I'm going to email her because I ended up getting stuck working on a Saturday, I'm schedule sending it for Monday because I don't want her to read it because you and I are the same way. Like, I I don't know if you feel this way, but it's almost, I I don't think it's FOMO, but it's similar in that if I know I have unread emails in my inbox, my brain is in my like it is literally saying to me open it open it open it, yeah read it read it read oh it. yeah and I'm like oh my god like stop like delete the app I don't delete the app off my phone I'm never gonna do that I can tell myself all that you know I can say that all I want but I'm not gonna do it so it is something and I feel like it's what a lot of people are going through right now with it being well at least people in like career paths working from home because like your computer's always there. It's not like you're leaving the office and coming home. So you don't have a chance to look at emails or you don't have a chance to look at the accounts that you're managing. It's literally like you're at home and you could log into the Instagram app and check it all you want. And you could log onto your phone or your computer and see your emails all you want. And that's from working a career on a remote basis too. So it's like, there's pros and cons to, I feel like anything anybody pursues is just what can you tolerate the most and mm-hmm. what still feels like satisfying to you and your wants and your needs in your life. Definitely. Yeah. And I think, I think definitely there's something to be said about setting boundaries there for ourselves as well. And I think you and I are still like learning and growing into that and realizing that like work's going to be there on Monday. But again, social media is just a, such a fast paced it is, you know, environment that if you have somebody answering your DM for a podcast episode, you're like, I need to respond now because I'm never going to hear from them in two days and I need them and then we need to sign them on and things just happen really quickly. So it's so easy to want to jump on and respond to them. Yeah. But then you have to realize to yourself like, okay, like it's Saturday. I'm not supposed to be working Saturdays. And if I am like, am I adding these hours? But I don't want to add these hours. Like it, it goes up and down for sure. But I would say a lot is great and less is like bad. There's more good than there is bad. A hundred percent. And that's the goal in my head, to be honest. Like when I talk to people and I say, I have pursued something that I'm so passionate about. Sometimes people think that every day looks perfect or Mm -hmm. even if they log on to my, not log in, but if they go to my feed on my Instagram or they see me and, you know, posting in my stories and my day looks perfect. That's not the case. It's like, I have days where I'm like so overwhelmed and I'm like, I know I'm going to be working till late. And obviously those days are not the ideal days, but, um, they happen and (laughs) bad days happen. And some of the cons to anything, they happen. But at the end of the day, like the pros outweigh the cons. And I know that I could be so much unhappier somewhere else that I know isn't meant for me when I'm in the spot that I want to be in. Obviously, there's growth between you and then there's growth for me always. Like we're always learning. We're always growing. And but at the end of the day, it's always about if the pros outweigh the cons. If you had any piece of advice you'd like to offer people who are searching for their dream job or unsure about what they want to do, what would that piece of advice be? I think it would be to take time to discover who you are and what you love and what you want to do, whether you're 18, 25, 30, 55, 65, you know, don't be afraid to explore multiple paths or roles. It's going to be all part of your process and not loving or feeling successful in a role or a career path or whatever it might be is not failure. You know, it's experience and opportunity for what's to come. 
and you're going to find it. You will find it, but you have to believe in yourself along the way. I love it. I agree. And if you have to go back to school for it, that's okay. Go back to school. And if you need to take a course, that's okay. Yeah. And if you want that internship, that's okay. If you need to start off a junior, that's okay. Like there's so many things that are just okay that sometimes don't seem okay. And Mm -hmm. I have family members and I have friends that say, oh my God, I'm in my thirties. Like, I don't want to go back to school. And I'm like, I don't think that would be the worst thing to happen to you at all. No, it's becoming increasingly more common. And like you said, it's, it's not the end of the world because we live in a different world now and you've got to take it by your own threads and just keep climbing, just keep going. I love it. And I'm so excited for what's to come for what people are going to see from you behind the scenes. And I do want you to be like more at the forefront and telling people about this. And I need to hop on stories more on Instagram to tell people what's happening, but it's okay. We're busy. It's okay. It's fine. But we're we're getting there. I'm super excited for creatives and entrepreneurs or people climbing the ladder um, in a career to see what it's going to be. I can give a sneak peek. Well, we can give a sneak peek at least. Yeah. If you are following us on Bring Up Creativity, move on over and see what we're posting up on Daniela Bonte Designs. And it's at Daniela Bonte Designs. And I will have it in the show notes for you. But we've got an email list that isn't your average email list. Basically, it's for any creative visionary, like I just said, that's looking to up-level their business. And even if you don't define yourself as creative. You are. Even if you're not pursuing something creative, you definitely are. And there's room to always learn. We post free resources. We have tools. We have guides. We've got so much coming. And usually, to be honest with you, it's all freebies. We want to be as inclusive as possible. So whether you're on a budget or not, we post a lot of things in our email list and it comes once a month. But what you can expect for the month of April is a creative challenge. And I'm super excited about this one. And you'll have to stay tuned to see the details on it because we are still working on it quite a bit behind the scenes. But I'm super excited for what's to come and for what people are going to expect to see from it. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait for that newsletter to drop. Like Danielle said, if you haven't subscribed to anything yet, head on over to Danielle Abate Designs. Hit the link in the bio, find her website, subscribe. Our April challenge is going to be a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun working alongside Danielle, creating it. So we are super excited for it to land in your inboxes. And luckily for everybody, it's going to be coming out the end of April. So there's lots of time. So if you want to subscribe, again, I'll have that link. I'll have that link below for all of you. But if not, thank you for always supporting the podcast. And if I see you over on the design side of things, and I'll be super happy to see you have joined the community over there too. Thank you, Danielle, so much for joining me. I'm so happy to have done this episode with you. And There will be more, whether it be on here or whether it be on Instagram or anywhere, there will be more. So just keep your eyes out and uh, we'll drink more coffee to be prepared for it. (laughs) We sure will. Thanks so much for having me on. This was really fun. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. We're always brewing up something new for all of you to tune into and love hearing from you. Our team over here on Brewing Up Creativity would love it if you joined our community in any capacity. Whether it be checking us out on Instagram at Bring Up Creativity or leaving a review to help us better serve you as listeners. If you're looking to join or sponsor an episode, reach out to us through email, which is linked in our episode's show notes below. Thanks, creatives.